Good morning. This is really an honor and a privilege to be able to speak this morning. Uh, Pastor Terry called and mentioned that he was wrestling with the scripture that he's preaching on this week and uh, because it's about healing. And uh, I was asked if I would say some words and I was only too happy to. So thank you for this opportunity. Um, I have been in a wheelchair now for 43 years. I'm 57 years old. So at 14, um, I dove in shallow water uh, in a swimming pool. I broke my neck which caused a spinal cord injury, and I was instantly paralyzed. Um, the day after my accident, the doctor kind of came in to tell me what the score was and was told that I would never walk again. Um, somehow, the most important question on my mind at that moment was, could I still sew? <laughs> what can I tell you? Yes, I make all my pants, by the way. Um, that apparently was going to set the tone of how I would look at my life. I was going to focus on what I could do and not on what I couldn't do. Um, when I was 16, some friends joined uh, a youth group called Young Life, and through that ministry, I was led to Christ, and I gave my heart to him, and I became a Christian. Uh, it would be a bumpy road over my life, and he would have to rein me in many times. Um, and yes, I have prayed many, many times for healing. I still do. You know, things come along. Um, but at the end of the day, here I sit. I think my takeaway for you today is I want you to know that not being healed by God to walk again is not at all the same as saying that God hasn't healed me. Um, he has healed me many ways, many times. And I just want to highlight a few for you. Number one was the time of my accident. Um, Triage was not what it is now. There was no neck brace on, no backboard, a bumpy ride in an uh, ambulance. I asked for a pillow because my head felt at a weird angle, and so they gave me one, and I couldn't figure out why my arms hurt when I did. Um, what he did give me is the use of my hands. Um, the level of my injury means that uh, some loss of hand function is uh, almost guaranteed. And yet within a week, I got the grip and strength back in my hands that has really served me well over all these years. Um, maybe too well. Um, so that's number one. I have scoliosis. It's a curvature of my spine. It looks like an S. I've had that since I was five, and I had my first surgery before my injury. After my injury, um, without the muscle stability, it got worse. And over the years, I've had several surgeries, four to be in, in precise. Three of them were lumped together as one stint. I had a rod and screws put into my back, or hooks they were at the time, and the doctor was really pleased, and it lasted about two weeks, and it slipped in an x-ray, that's what he saw, so I went back into surgery, and he put in a longer rod and stronger hooks, and he was really thrilled, and that too failed. I mean, this time he had told me I was going to be in bed for about four or five months while it healed. And um, after about three months, an x-ray was done. And I hadn't been feeling well, and I didn't know why. And that's because the rod had slipped off my spine, was floating in there. And the uh, bottom hook had also fallen off of my lower spine and had been moved around to my abdomen. And it couldn't be removed during the surgery at that time when they... They took out the rods, and I was left with, as he said, a spotty fusion, and I don't know what's going to hold you up. 
Um, I did not know at that time how sick I was, but apparently if that hook had moved even half an inch or perhaps an inch, but not much, they wouldn't have been able to get me back in surgery fast enough to save my life. It would have hit my major um, artery and um, I wouldn't be here to tell you this story. So um, I recovered from that. 33 years later, I still have the hook in me and um, I'm still upright, so that's great. Later, I had more surgery. I'd make it 13 more years before I started to get very sick. I had all these symptoms that couldn't be diagnosed properly and right, or easily. And um, I had my blood pressure going up and down like a yo-yo. I hit numbers of 225 over 180, which if anybody knows what that means, it's um, a you know, very high candidate for stroke. I, I got through that. I also was sweating in chills to the point of um, soaking two sweatshirts, two uh, towels, and sheets every night. It was a lot of laundry for a long time. Uh, it was about two months that I put up with that before there was actually uh, a diagnosis. And I had worn out a vertebrae, a disc between two vertebrae, right in the middle of my S. So I was uh, told the terrifying thought that I would need more surgery. Um, my doctor had only done this five times before. I was number six. It was very new. Um, he didn't know how I would recover. He didn't know if I'd wake up in a body cast. He didn't know if it would be four hours or six hours. And God met me there. So as my terror the night before, I cried out to the Lord. And I opened my desk drawer, and there was a Gideon's Bible with Psalms and New Testament. Um, I hadn't spent a lot of time in the Psalms, and I found myself, by the time I got to Psalm 34, reading that he will protect all my bones and not one of them would be broken. And at that instant, I realized that God had come to meet me where my need was. And I knew that I would be fine, and I was. All things worked out well, and I'm still upright um, another 22 years later. Having said that, I have another uh, two rods and eight screws in my spine. Together with the hook, I have enough metal in me that on a clear night I can tune in FM radio stations. <laughs> I always like that, a little levity doesn't hurt. Um, other things have happened along the way. I'm aging with a spinal cord injury. I've had a torn rotator cuff. I have an appointment tomorrow to consider surgery for that. Um, I have arthritis, my hands are worn. I, I wear all of this as a badge of honor. It's um, uh, so far so good, and God keeps holding me up. Um, I have a, my body seems to want to attack itself. Besides some asthma, I'm getting spots all over me, which means I'm going to look like a giraffe very soon. Um, but in 2010, I actually, something hit me broadside. I had a heart attack. Um, didn't see it coming, didn't know what it was. Spent six hours at home before I went to the ER. And many amazing things happened. First of all, they astutely singled out an enzyme in my blood work that is only connected with my heart. And they came running in and told me I'd had a heart attack and you could have knocked me over with a feather. Apparently, with a test done, there was a large blockage of, my, of a major artery. And um, I would need to have an angiogram for further detection. I recall falling back against the pillow and just saying, Lord, what am I going to do with this? I can't fix it. I can't do anything about it. I couldn't imagine surgery with all the hardware in my spine. And that was it. 
that night when I slept, I didn't sleep well. I um, wrestled is a good way I've put it. I had lots of dark dreams, and I kept waking up with a start, and I kept handing them back to the Lord. I kept saying, you are in charge. Help me. The angiogram that I had the next day showed no blockage in my heart. It actually showed a small one, just age appropriate. The further testing on my heart, the doctor looked up and said, my goodness, you've got the heart of an athlete, and I want your heart. So that was really great news. I was, um, I believe that was the hand of God. There is no proof, um, but I believe I was healed. I'll give him all the credit, however that worked out. Um, the angiogram, however, did cause lots of problems. I ended up not stopping to bleed when the when the uh, test was over, so I ended up sporting a bruise the size of a pair of purple, they looked like a purple bike shorts. Um, my hemoglobin dropped within minutes, I lost a lot of blood, and my blood pressure plummeted. I didn't stabilize for a week, I was back in, I was in the hospital, I never did get to go home that time, obviously, and um, I found myself just lying in bed in a hot, hot room without air conditioning. Um, for two more weeks after that. The amazing thing is, is how God ministered to me in that time. Um, I had a ton of people, all my friends came, all my friends took care of me, and everybody met my needs wherever they were. Um, the word got out somehow that I was a believer, I had my Bible on the tabletop, and um, people just started coming to my room to talk. And one girl came and would have all her breaks with me. And another one just wondered when I'd get back to praise and worship, and I didn't even know who she was. So I'm glad that God brought something really great out of something so dire, and how he protected me through that. The role of friends in my life is amazing. I have always had a really massive posse behind me and with me. Um, one of my great friends is here today. Thank you, Marjorie. Um, some of my friends, though, date back to grade school and even to diapers, um, which is amazing. Two of them, we go all the way back to being born together on the same street. Three were with me the day that I had my accident. As teenagers, though, they could have left me at the side of the road. They could have not been bothered to schlep me around at a time when there was no accessibility in this city. I've been up and down stairs, they've hauled my chair in and out of more trunks than I, can, than I can say, and they just never did drop me. For that, I'm extremely thankful. And like the fellows in the scripture that you'll hear, I didn't say that. Preaching today is on the second chapter of Mark, and it's about where Jesus heals the paralyzed man. If I did, then I just repeated myself. Um, these friends lowered him through the ceiling to get to close to Jesus. I think my friends would have done the same for me if they knew for one second that there was a chance that I could walk again. But my best friend and my biggest blessing God has ever given me is the love of my life, Dieter. And uh, of all the candidates out there, he picked me um, 33 years ago. Thank you, honey. The blessings in my life go on and on and on, and many of them, as you know, um, I've been unveiled through adversity. Uh, Jesus' healing hand is all over my life. It's amazing at the instances and what I see now as I look back. Um, 
I look at my life like a tapestry. We see the back. We see the threads that go all over and with knots and frayed ends, and it doesn't make any sense. On the other side is God weaving the tapestry. And now, at this point in my life, he gives me a glimpse every now and then, and I see where there has been a reason and a purpose why I'm in my chair. Um, I gotta be clear though, um, if I could walk, that'd be fabulous. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna fly away home, and I'm gonna run, and dance. This chair is gonna stay right here, and I'm really thankful for that. So, um, I've spent close to two years, when you add up my rehab and, and surgeries, in a hospital bed, and I learned to be still and know that he is God. Throughout my life, I have learned that his grace is sufficient for me, and his power is made perfect in my weakness, and that when I am weak, I am strong. I am no different from you. We all need healing. We all have problems in our lives. Some may be just bigger or more visible than others. Uh, I'd like to sum it up with 2 Corinthians 4. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. I have heard that this life is but a weekend in eternity. It may be a long weekend, but it is a weekend. And um, I just want to thank the Lord. And thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>